Hi, listeners. I'm Irene Barton, Executive Director of the Cobb Collaborative, and I welcome you to Mind Your Mind Speaks. This is a podcast series that brings together subject matter experts and community leaders to help raise awareness, share resources, and inspire action through recorded conversations about mental well being topics. Today, we are just delighted to welcome two representatives from the Good Samaritan Health Center right here in Cobb County. I'm going to invite each of them to introduce themselves to you and give just a brief background on themselves and what journey led them to this place in their professional career. Ladies. Uh, so I am Brianna Viegas. I'm the behavioral health manager here at Good Samaritan Cobb. Um, I have been in the mental health field for about 20 years now. Um, my background is I'm a registered nurse. So I started out doing a lot of inpatient psychiatric care, um, but I've always been really fascinated by the community and being more community-based. So I had a coworker who worked here at Good Samaritan who clued me into a job opening and then we were starting a new behavioral health program over here. And so I jumped at the opportunity to be in um, a position where we're helping the underserved. And also it's a collaborative model, which I'm really excited about. Absolutely. We're so fortunate in Cobb to have you all here. And Brianna, with you today, we have... Hi, my name is Joanna Ramirez Jordan, and I'm one of the behavioral consultants at Good Samaritan, which means that I'm just one of the mental health therapists. Uh, my background is in education and social assistance, uh, but I've always been very passionate from a very young age about mental health, and that led me to pursue um, my education in my career as a mental health therapist. So I'm originally from San Jose, Costa Rica. Uh, so I'm excited to provide services in English and Spanish. Well, welcome. Certainly um, needed in our community. And Johanna, I'm going to have to correct you when you say you are just one of the mental health specialists. There is no qualifier here in this very Thank important you. space. <laughs> so um, there's a lot of amazing work that Good Sam does in our community. And I would love to be able to talk about all of it, um, but for today, we're going to focus on your specialty, um, the mental health services. And broadly speaking, who are your clients in the mental health space and what services do you provide for them? And I'll let either one of you take that one. Yeah, so um, we serve ages six and up here in Cobb County. Um, our general population, like I mentioned before, is the underserved, uninsured, and undocumented um, people in our community. Uh, we do have a large uh, population of uh, Latinx people, so um, I would say close to 80% are Spanish-speaking. So a lot of our therapists, as well as our providers here, um, are bilingual. Uh, and for, as far as services, what we can offer right now is what I kind of alluded to it is the collaborative care model. So when you come to Good Sam, you are getting um, medical, you're getting behavioral, you're also getting spiritual, and we do have dental as well. So on our behavioral side, we're able to offer one-on-one -on -one counseling. We do do some family therapy. We do a lot of education. So we run education classes uh, once a month on Fridays. 
Um, and then we do some brief interventions as well. Do you have anything to add to that, Joanna? And I think that the only thing that I would like to add to that is that um, our services are unique in the fact that they're um, affordable, they're accessible to our community, and specifically to the Hispanic population. And um, an aspect that I think is important is they're also multiculturally informed, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I'm Hispanic, I'm an immigrant, uh, and also some other, other staff members in here. So that creates in a way a special connection, right? With the population we're trying to assist. Absolutely. One of, the, um, one of the things that makes Cobb County such a rich and wonderful place to live is that we all or many come from other places and bring our, our history and our culture. And I've heard um, Belize um, Urbino from Sir Familia describe it as a salad bowl where everybody um, maintains their unique flavor and distinction, but then um, together we're, we're even better when you blend it all together. So um, mm -hmm. wonderful, thank you. So when you talk about um, the fact that the vast majority of your clients are Spanish speaking and probably a lot of them are immigrants to our community, what types of mental health um, conditions are you are most common among your clients? And then has that changed over the past, say, year and a half as we continue to withstand this public health emergency? So we assist people who are dealing with mild, I would say mild to moderate uh, mental health challenges. They go from grief to depression to anxiety. Uh, we see a lot of trauma. Um, and we have seen an increase mostly in anxiety, panic attacks, and other symptoms that are related to the times we're living now, right? In the middle of a mm -hmm. pandemic, there's been an increase in stress and even insomnia. Mm -hmm. uh, we have patients that come here and they are looking for help, just dealing with the consequences of having suffered from, um, from COVID, right? Like mm -hmm. cognitive uh, challenges they're facing now. Right. Johanna, you mentioned um, anxiety, and that's something that's actually pretty universal among mm -hmm. all um, demographic groups. But is there a particular angle of that that you see your clients have in terms of anxiety? Is it related to coming to our community um, and fitting in, or is it, um, is it something else? You know, it's, I think it's related to the complexities of, um, when we talk about the Hispanic populations, we're talking about um, individuals dealing with anxiety of what they're going through in here, mm -hmm. uh, all the social barriers they face, but also what their families and loved ones are living in their countries and how they're trying to support them from here. Mm -hmm. uh, the unique challenges they face when maybe they get sick and they don't have um, the social benefits that other populations have. So that add another level. Uh, of stress, right, of concerns, of um, anxiety. So it is, you know, I would say that it's, um, it goes with the social challenges that a Hispanic mm -hmm. faces. Definitely, I, you use the word complex and definitely there are multi-layers here that mm -hmm. um, people like you all have to take into consideration, right? As you, you meet and, and talk with your clients and their families. Mm -hmm. Um, Brianna, what do you wish people knew about mental health 
in, in general from a very broad perspective? There's so much. Uh, that's such a great question because I'm so passionate about mental health and always have been. And a lot of times I get, um, even for my family, like, why, why, why are you interested in that? And thankfully we are in times where, um, it, there's a lot more awareness, mm-hmm. but I, I would love for people to just see it, you know, we're whole people. So there's so many aspects of it. Like I said, what I love about working here at Good Sam is we're treating the whole person. So you're looking at physical, you're looking at mental, you're looking at spiritual, you're looking at the whole person. And I think we tend to compartmentalize ourselves, you know, and place certain emphasis on, you know, the physical. So we're always, you know, we go to our annual checkups with the doctor, you know, we do all of our health screenings, but the mental part is so interconnected with that. Um, and a lot of what we're seeing here, which is amazing, is how when we get some of these, um, what we call mental health issues, so the anxiety, the depression, um, when we just get some few tools in people's mm-hmm. belts, as we say, a few cognitive tools um, to handle some of those things, then their physical symptoms get so much better. So if you're diabetic, your blood sugars are better. Insomnia starts getting better. Just things that you think are physically related once you get that mental part. So Broadly, I just wish people would just understand how important mental health is in the overall person. So true. There is no help without mental health. And um, I think you're so right. Like we just keep that in a separate um, compartment in our lives. And only when there is an issue, is it um, taken out of that compartment and addressed and then sometimes just put right back in, right? But we need to keep it um, overall. And in some of the trauma-informed work that we do, we know that there's a direct connection between trauma and some long-term health outcomes like diabetes and the other things that you mentioned. So it's important to, to address those, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So. And I would love for people to take like a proactive stance in their mental health. Like you said, not waiting until there's an issue but sort of that awareness of these are the things I can do to keep myself mentally healthy. Um, Well, let's, let's talk about that. What are some of the things that people can do other than um, drink lots of water and get some exercise? I mean, those are important, right? But are there some other kind of secrets that you want to clue people in on? Yeah. Joanna, do you have some of those you think of? Um, and I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. You know, in a way we call that self-care, just mm-hmm. to be able mm-hmm. to take care of your whole self. Um, you know, just time for yourself, just learning to identify warning signs that your own body, your own mind, your own emotions are giving you. Uh, I think that's key in the care of mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, would agree with that. Is just an awareness and, and taking time um, to do the things that sort of center you or the things that relieve some of those pressures before it builds up. Like we talked about to that boiling point, right? So you're relieving some of that steam. So whatever it is for you, um, whether it's setting aside that time, we prioritize lots of things in our life, but not always the things that are going to help our mental health. So setting aside some priorities for those things and finding like taking time to become self-aware so you can identify those things. Like maybe for me, it's just going off and, you know, reading a book quietly without anyone interrupting me for, you know, 15 minutes a day. Yeah. Right. Reset. Yeah. And I think, um, I'll just take some, um, 
um, license here and say, I think often as women and um, as mothers, we are empty nesters now, but, you know, when um, ours were home, you know, your first thought as a, as a caregiver is always everybody else's um, well-being, right? But we often forget that if we don't take care of ourselves, we are not that best caregiver that we can be for the loved ones in our lives. Right, exactly. Yeah. And it, it doesn't take a, a day at the spa, although those are quite nice. <laughs> you know, sometimes maybe just a walk outside to enjoy um, the, the colors that we see, the scents that we smell. Um, could even simple things like that also be of benefit to people? Yes. yes. Yeah, and I think that... Um, to support that with social media now and our access to technology, there are so many resources and tools that people can access, mindfulness exercises, relaxation, mm -hmm. um, different things that you can do from your home that can truly make a difference, mm -hmm. right, in your mental health. Absolutely. Social media can be used for good. There are a lot of good um, apps out there for um, mindfulness and self-compassion and, and things like that. So great. Um, so how can people find out more about um, Good Samaritan if they themselves think that they could benefit from your services or if they're serving clients um, that might benefit? What's, where's the best place to start? Probably the best place is our website. So you'd go to www.goodsamcobb.org. Um, we are in the process of updating it. So we have a, a new communications person starting. So he'll be working on that. But you can find information on how to become a new patient there. Um, you can find out, you know, how to volunteer here. Um, there's a donation button on there too. So that's a great place. We do have a somewhat small social media presence. So we are on Instagram. That's also Good Sam Cobb. And on Facebook, which is Good Samaritan Health Center Cobb. Um, it's not updated as frequently, but like I said, we have a new person starting. So hopefully that will be updated more frequently. Great. Thank you. Johanna, do you have anything to add to that? I just wanted to appreciate the time you've given us. This is a wonderful time just to remove the stigma and to help, just to be able to talk about it. And um, just thank you for the space. Oh, it truly, it's our pleasure. And I'm so glad you said that. Um, as you both were talking, you know, I was thinking about stigma and, and I know that stigma can be um, more of an issue in, in certain communities than others. And I've been particularly well, this is kind of weird to say, but pleased isn't the right word, but there seem to be a number of, say, professional athletes um, lately that have come out and acknowledged their struggles with mental health. And while certainly, um, I'm sure you agree with me, we don't want anyone to suffer, um, but there's certain, um, I think, freedom that that gives to other people because you can say, well, gosh, even if this person who is a multimillionaire and has this big fan base or whatever struggles, then it's okay for me to struggle. Um, have you seen other, you know, stories like that in, in the media recently? I have, and I also, you know, I, I, they do make a huge difference. When we talk about them, we normalize them, mm -hmm. and we create a space that people can feel free to talk about it. Yeah. If we talk about diabetes, if we talk about um, high blood pressure, then we can also normalize mental health. 
And, you know, I always get very excited when I see videos of um, people with great influence talking about it. They're normalizing it. They're inviting people to be part of the conversation. And that's kind of the first step. You know, when you think about the stigma of mental health, it sounds like a huge thing. How are we going to do this? The first step is just to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Let's just talk about depression. Let's just talk about anxiety. Let's just normalize this so people feel free to express how they feel and to look for help. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think, you know, when people do that, they realize, oh my gosh, they are not alone. There are other people also struggling and perhaps they can support each other or share resources. Um, and so that we can lift up everybody in our community, right? Because we want everybody to live the most re rewarding and successful life that they can, however that's defined for them. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, ladies, it has been a pleasure to learn more about the Good Samaritan Health Center, which is just a treasured jewel right here in Cobb County. And thank you so much for sharing um, the, the information about how people can connect with you, both from a patient's side, as well as from an advocate or supporter side. And we look forward to continuing this conversation about the importance of mental health going forward. Thank you both so much for what you do for our community. Thanks, Irene. Thank you, Irene. <laughs>